0: And are you ready to talk about trial cards, engage HCP services? Absolutely. Welcome to Trial Card Talk news and information on the biopharmaceutical industry and the role trial card plays in it. Here's your host, Landy Townsend. Good morning, and welcome to episode eight of Trial Card Talk, the new podcast series brought to you by Trial Card Incorporated. TrialCard Incorporated is a full-service life sciences commercialization partner that provides comprehensive solutions that span the entire biopharmaceutical value chain. In addition to a foundation of fully integrated, digitally-enabled patient support services, its broader offerings include everything from late-stage clinical trial management to post-marketing HCP engagement services and proprietary data-as-a-service-payer intelligence and insights. Founded in 2000... TrialCard provides commercialization needs for more than 160 life science customers and has connected over 35 million patients with more than $18 billion in branded drug savings to date. The company is headquartered in Morrisville, North Carolina. For more information about TrialCard, please visit TrialCard.com. I'm your host, Landy Townsend, the VP of Marketing and Communications here at TrialCard, and with me today is our Engage HCP team. General Manager, Mark Droke, Senior VP of Commercial Solutions, Tom Heck, VP of Commercial Solutions, Mike Davis, and Ann Poorboy, who is the Engage HCP Product Director. Team, welcome to Trial Card Talk. First of all, let's go around the table and have you introduce Engage HCP and tell us a little bit about yourselves as well. Mark, we'll start with you. Hey, good morning, Landy. So, uh, Mark
1: Droke, General Manager of Engage HCP and very excited to uh to share some new stuff that we're doing here at Trial Card and um, how we can help your brand engage
2: your providers and drive growth that you're looking for. Yeah, hi, I'm Tom Heck, and uh, we're really excited about what Engage HCP brings to the table. We recognize that there's been a growing uh, pool of evidence that the no-see or difficult-to-see healthcare provider has been a, a troublesome trend in the industry. Good morning, Landy. Mike Davis. Uh, I've been at
3: Trial Card for over five years and have watched this brand grow over time through both organic uh, and M&A. We are excited about what the future holds.
4: Yep. And hi, I'm Ann Porpley. I'm the product director for Engage HCP. Um, Engage HCP is really the personal promotion arm and physician and provider engagement side of TrialCard versus the patient side that most people are familiar with.
0: Thank you, guys. God, glad to have you here. This is an exciting... Uh, Exciting day for us. We've got the Engage HCP, HCP Dream Team here to talk about ways that uh trial card can help your brand. So, um, Tom, I'll start with you. A lot has changed in the world since March of 2020 with, with the global pandemic, and engaging healthcare providers or HCPs is even harder now than it, than it ever has been. What we see isn't so much a dramatic change, but an escalation of where we were trending as an industry. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how the pandemic has altered how pharma is engaging with HCPs.
2: Yeah, uh, good point, Landy. Uh, We saw prior to the pandemic, about a 45% no see or difficult to see HCP rate. And as you can imagine with the distancing rules, the CDC guidelines, it's dramatically changed the way that the drug representative, uh, nurse educators, MSLs approach healthcare providers. Um, I think we look for evidence uh, in everything that we do in this industry. We work off of clinical trials in the same way. We look at what the trends look uh, look like in the industry. And we pulled up a couple different publications that were um, uh, based on market research through the pandemic period, so over the last 18 months. We saw a couple publications that pointed to statistics that I think are very revealing. Why engage HCP is necessary? First in uh, next now, they conducted a survey of 720 healthcare providers uh, pre-pandemic, and they found that there was about a 64% of the engagements were in-person. However, post-pandemic, with the same 720 healthcare providers, they now see that 65% of those sales rep interactions are happening virtually. Uh, likewise, in pharmaceutical executive, we see that virtual meetings for the rep to HCP engagement uh, has increased eightfold, and the rep sent emails has increased sevenfold. Pretty dramatic, right? I think that's uh, that's very telling. Yeah. Uh, two other publications. First word uh, said that it's unlikely that society will ever go back to a pre-COVID-19 behavior. So, uh, uh, more confirmatory. And then Bain & Company, as a consulting firm, showed that 60% of surgeons believe that the restrictions on in-person sales rep visits are likely to persist after the COVID-19 vaccine. And 75% of physicians that preferred in-person visits prior to COVID-19, now are. it's about a 20% change. 40% now prefer virtual exchanges and less frequent visits to their offices.
0: Yeah, so that's that's just proof positive that the the need is there. And it's great that TrialCard has a solution for some of these companies who are struggling with some of those things. Um, We've recently launched Engage HCP. The press release just went out a couple of weeks ago. Um, So the need is growing, but HCP is an expansion of existing services that we've had here for some time. Um, What would you attribute some of that growth to, Tom? Well, all these brands need help pre-launch to, if you will, seed the
2: market with education and awareness of the disease state first and foremost. Secondly with regard to their product, their development that they've spent so much time uh, working on, and uh, it's needfulness. So there's an education aspect there. Then there's the launch growth that occurs when the product has been launched. Those first 18 months are absolutely vital to the trajectory of that brand. Uh, You know that, Landy, having been a marketer in the industry as well. And then we also see this maintenance need for the trajectory of of the growth, right? They're gonna have seven years of patent life on average, and they need to see that kind of growth. Um, also, you know, we built this model not to replace an existing sales force. As a matter of fact, I think at least half of us in this room uh, have been in the field as field reps and field managers. So our heart is with the salesperson in the field force. And we don't come in to try to replace that. We come in to augment it or to we, we exist, if you will, to assist that team to get the most out of the brand. So those are a couple of things. Um, we've witnessed a couple of things that have happened. Um, Client sales teams are struggling to connect with the healthcare providers like they did prior to the pandemic. Second, we see inside sales teams are struggling to be able to connect emotionally, relationally uh, in in a digital world. So they're having some challenges there. Uh, We also see that that coverage of white space and gray space uh, is really needful because there's a change in the dynamics of the sales uh, teams and um, you know, people leaving the industry looking for other opportunities. Um, so that, that also makes it very difficult. Um, so we, we plant seeds, we educate, we do market uh, pre-launch work, we help uh, orphan disease states, we educate healthcare providers through clinician types like certified uh, nurse educators, clinical nurse educators, and medical science liaisons as well.
0: Mike, let's turn to you for the next question. At what point in a brand life cycle would HCP engagement make sense for a marketer to consider?
3: Yeah, thanks lady, great question. Uh, the answer really is every single one of them. Uh, many of our clients think of us when they get an approval uh, or if they're not meeting Wall Street's expectations. Um, but the reality is is that our talent levels have the ability to handle various pre-market services ranging from clinical trial recruitment and pre-approval market development tactics. I would just simply challenge you know, your brand decision makers or your brand marketers to not necessarily think myopically around what's currently in front of their face, but instead think, how can they engage HCPs better? Uh, we We do a, quite a bit of pre-market uh, services by canvassing offices and institutions to begin locating patients who exhibit certain signs and symptoms, and we'll either help refer them to clinical trials or even set up appointments for our clients' medical teams for follow-up. Uh, in advance of a product launch, we pass hot leads to our pharma clients, so they have bona fide appointments on day one of promotion. Uh, a lot of folks um, they think that's, that's something that they really never thought of, and so they like to hear more about that from us. Really folks from, from a copay awareness campaigns, pharmacy promotion, white space and vacancy coverage, large-scale formulary status change tactics, uh, physician education in services, we've got experience in the
0: entire life cycle, even LOE campaigns where we help slow the loss. Mike, what types of engagement are necessary to create awareness and provide education about medications and services?
3: Uh, Well, I think that all depends on the objective of a manufacturer's outreach. As I mentioned, our infrastructure has a range of talent to execute scripted messages to pharmacies or office managers or office staff, uh, all the way up through educating physicians and institutions, finding rare disease patients through office and institutional canvassing. We have the ability to deliver field reimbursement services, certified nurse education, and medical science liaisons. We target, build, deliver the message, and execute with frequency in that specific order. How do you separate
0: promotion from education?
3: Uh, Interesting question. You know, they're really not both mutually exclusive. Our individual programs have the capacity to do both. In fact, many of them actually do. We define promotion, though, as communicating a static message. One that is unchanging, such as informing HCPs of a copay offer or formulary status change, for example. Our education services includes high-touch, influential conversations based on clinical, scientific, or payer data, either through our pharmaceutical sales reps, nurse educators, field reimbursement managers, or even our
0: medical science liaisons. Mike, I have to ask you this question because we hear it a lot. What would you say to those who don't believe remote engagement is as effective as in-person sales and marketing?
3: Yeah, Landy, I, I, I wouldn't blame somebody for thinking that, ultimately because our industry is riddled in mediocrity. Uh, but for those that don't believe remote engagement can be effective, I would say they likely don't have experience with the right partner. I've seen where competitors try to price a program as low as possible simply to win the business. And that winds up causing them to undercut the necessary talent, training, and design for the stated objective. That has caused a significant amount of doubt in the service industry. I would encourage those folks to call us. Let us talk them through how we could design, train, and staff an appropriate program to meet their objectives.
0: Great. And let's turn to you. What is the biggest myth about hybrid or virtual engagement when it comes to HCPs?
4: I think the myth that I really wanna dispel in this industry is that you can stand up a remote or a hybrid team the same way that you stood up a successful field sales organization or other organization. Um, Everything about this is different. You have to make a program run specifically for these engagement types. It's important to remember that how you hire, how you onboard, how you train, and how you run the day-to-day operations needs to be designed with remote and hybrid in mind.
0: And you've been affiliated with TrialCard and this uh, service for some time. What's one thing you've learned about HCP engagement that every manufacturer should know?
4: I think in this, this pandemic world, right, we focus a lot on what has changed. Our worlds are all different. And what has not changed is the fact that the engagement is the most important part of this. HCPs still want credible information from professional folk, right? Whether the discipline is a clinical nurse educator, a rare disease professional, so on and so forth, they want that professional clinical message to be delivered to them in a way that provides value to them, to their practice, and to the patients that they see every day.
0: And talk a little bit about how TrialCard works with brands and manufacturer teams to design programs.
4: Um, Sure. Absolutely. When we start talking to a client, the first thing that we really want to understand is what is it that they're trying to accomplish and, more importantly, why are they trying to accomplish it? We then bring in our team of experts based on what they say to design the right program for their objective, for their mission, what are they trying to do. We have a sea of experts here at Trial Card for the various disciplines, and it's about creating exactly the right program type for that message, making sure we have the right professional discipline delivering the message, that we have some say in how that call flow goes, and that we're measuring it appropriately so that we can change it as we go if we need to.
0: And as you talk about these services, are, 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 is Trial Card training companies how to do this for themselves?
4: Now, we get asked to do that quite a bit when we have our client presentations, but no, we don't train companies how to do that, how to do this themselves. And the reason for that is the day-to-day operations of these programs is so critical to the success of them. There's a drive and an intensity and almost an evangelistic pursuit of the objectives that we need on a day-to-day basis to drive that needle.
0: Mark, let's turn to you uh, for a moment. What would you say to a prospective client who doesn't think virtual engagement works? You know,
1: I mean, I worked at a company that had virtual engagement, and I asked my question, ask that question to myself often as well. Um, you know, we hear clients say this, you know, quite a bit. Um, I would simply ask, how did your partner design the program, and what was the quality of the staffing? We built a program to succeed starting with the hiring starting with hiring the right talent and partnering with you throughout the program for quality adjustments as needed. Communication is essential in this process.
0: So you've seen one program, you've seen one program, right? Not all programs are created equal. Very much. Why is trial cards engage HCP service different than other firms who offer similar services?
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's, um, it's people, process, and program design. These three critical ingredients are our success, which lies in the combination of those. Our product director has been at this for over 30 years, and our national sales managers all have deep, award-winning outside sales experience in hiring, training, and coaching on a day-in and day-out basis. Our process includes a strategic, transparent design session to eliminate blind corners for our clients, and that causes the brand to perform consistently well based on program by program basis.
0: So talk a little bit about how trial card is effective. How do you, how does trial card successfully engage HCPs where others and and their tactics might fail?
1: Yeah, part of that part of this answer is proprietary. Um, But the most important part of the answer is that our services are led by people that have spent a career doing this very thing. It starts with a solid program design based on what our clients need. And then once the program is up and running, it's about passing those pearls of wisdom along through training and day-to-day
0: coaching. That is a huge part of what makes our program repeatable. So part of Engage HCP uh, includes the rare disease lead generation services. Um, can you talk a little bit about those services? Yeah, sure. So
1: like other services, our lead gen service ranges in talent based on the objective. From a few scripted questions multiplied by number of agents all the way to multi-decade experienced orphan disease experts. Our lead gen service canvasses offices and or institutions to educate and ascertain potential patients for clinical trials or referral for an approved treatment. One interesting aspect of our lead gen service is also to discuss product or disease with an HCP for interest in a deeper product discussion. If interested, we send those warm leads with an appointment for the client's rare disease reps. This helps ensure that the client's representatives is spending most, if not all, of their time conducting meaningful HCP conversations instead of spending time looking under rocks in a potential barren landscape.
0: Mark, how do you determine which engaged HCP services a brand might need? I mean, we have clinical nurse educators, we have field reimbursement managers, we also have medical science liaisons. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, If you're doing pre-approval clinical or market development tactics, a partner's MSL team would make tons of sense to limit the amount of management energy, especially considering how lean firms run prior to approval. Plus, if a drug isn't approved, the firm isn't on the hook for severing employment agreements and dealing with the associated HR process. Many firms or manufacturers, even during launch, want proper MSL coverage but may not be sure how much coverage they'll need. Contracting with a partner can help take some of the guesswork out of it by hiring a partner to handle the scalability. The opportunity cost saved by pharma resu- results in efficiencies for the manufacturer. Field reimbursement makes sense for a specialty product, like a medical benefit and or a buy and bill product, where reimbursement will be complicated. Having your best sales reps being forced to pivot their focus to manage care discussions only takes them away from educating HCPs on product attributes for labeled patients. Let your best reps stay focused and FRMs handle the complicated billing challenges. Let a partner help you properly scale that process. And then your last question about clinical nurse educators makes sense when peer-to-peer discussions are the best fit. Our teams can fulfill a wide variety of community hospital and other education events that focus on the healthcare provider.
0: Mark, one last question. We're just about out of time, but I did wanna ask you, how do you feel overall COVID-19 has changed the landscape of pharmaceutical, diagnostic, and device engagement. Tom alluded to some of this earlier when he spoke about
1: pharma engagement. Ultimately, live and in-person promotion remains a primary and critical tactic for today's brands. COVID-19 has created such angst. Many offices and institutions do not want in-person promotion with the degree of volume and frequency before COVID-19. In fact, access began to shrink long before with the advent of of the IDNs and ACOs. So while COVID-19 escalated virtual engagements, it didn't create the need for them. The right partner, in our opinion, augments in-person tactics by assisting with the field efforts, not replacing or competing with them.
0: Folks, that will just about do it for today's episode of Trial Card Talk. I want to thank the Engage HCP team, Mark Droke, Tom Heck, Mike Davis, and Ann Poorboy for joining us today. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Join us next month when my guest will be Scott Doolitz, General Manager of Policy Reporter and Chief Strategy Officer for Trial Card, when we'll discuss TrialCard's Card's M&A strategy and the tremendous expansion that we've had over the past two to three years. The Trial Card Talk podcast is a production of Trial Card Incorporated. It is edited and produced by Trial Card Associate Creative Director Eric Manning. Trial Card Talk and its contents are the property of Trial Card Incorporated, Morrisville, North Carolina, USA.